sounds expensive. <laughs> I am renowned opera singer Sir Willard White, but no knighthood is as great an honor as the opportunity to introduce this episode of Daphne Sounds Expensive. You join us here on the coast of Cornwall, the arse of Britain, <laughs> as we await the arrival of the Daphne Boys. And here comes one of them now, arriving in classic extravagant fashion by private jet. It's Phil Wang! Hi, Willard. I'm proud to announce that the maiden and final voyage of Wang Air was a tremendous success. And speeding towards us now, riding on a hoverboard, it's Jason Forbes! Hello, everybody! Hi, Willard! Wow, Jason! Hoverboard technology really exists? Not anymore, it doesn't. <laughs> that was the only prototype. Cost hundreds of thousands of pounds to develop, but being the last person ever to ride one, priceless. <laughs> and finally, pulling in on the 730 Great Western Railway service from London Paddington, it's George Four Acres. Hello. Hello, lads. Hello, Willard. George, I flew in a private jet and Jason arrived on a hoverboard. How was your entrance extravagant? My young person's rail card finally ran out. <laughs> I had to pay the normal fare. Oh, my God! Bloody hell, George, we're not made of money. You think you're the king or something, George? <laughs> I'm here, aren't I? Now, does anyone want a crisp? I bought a pack on board. Jesus, George, you're trying to ruin us. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Phil Wang. I'm Jason Forbes. And I'm George Fouracres. And together, we are Daphne, the UK's most racially diverse sketch trio. And as you can probably tell from our elaborate entrances and our live nine-piece band, we are the most extravagant show on the airwaves, provided George doesn't blow all our money on train crisps. Oh, get out of it. Like you said, we're the most extravagant show on the airways. Have a look in the Daphne bank account, if you're that worried. Let me just check our balance. Oh, look, we're fine. We've got loads of money. And the number's written in a beautiful red. <laughs> Damn it, that means we're overdrawn. Again! Ugh, I'm so sick of having to count every penny we spend. Now, now, boys. I know all about your money woes, and I think it's time I used my connections as a knighted opera star to help you out. You're probably wondering why I've gathered you all here at Falmouth Docks. Surfing lessons? Pasty eating competition? Are we going to drown George? Ooh, yeah, Willard. <laughs> Can we please drown George? Boys, we are off to find the lost city of Atlantis. And we'll drown George on the way, or...? <laughs> Atlantis, the mysterious underwater city of ancient myth. I did a module on that during my pointless degree. It's real! Not only is it real, Atlantis is where I learned to sing. There's an opera academy in Atlantis. Why, of course. Think about it. You know how your singing always sounds better in the shower? <laughs> Imagine being submerged 20,000 leagues under the sea. The acoustics down there are amazing. But wait, Willard, how is a jolly down to the depths of the ocean going to solve our financial situation? Ori calcum, my dear boy. Ori cal what? Ori whatcom? Ori calcum, the most valuable, precious metal on Earth. According to legend, Atlantis has the only reserves left. One bar of the stuff would make us billionaires. Willard, you're a genius. Oh, I'm no genius, George. Genius requires a level of madness, and I am thoroughly sane. Now, follow me, everyone, to visit my fish people friends at the bottom of the sea. <laughs> Sorry, Willard, but how are we going to get to this Atlantis? Well, Jason, 
Does this answer your question? Uh, Willard, you're just pointing down at the sea. <laughs> mm, should be here by now. Oh my god, a submarine! Mm, it doesn't look very safe. I'll have you know, this submarine is state-of-the-art. Unfortunately, that art is painted. <laughs> it is a lovely shade of yellow, to be fair to you, Willard. Ah, a yellow submarine. Beatles fan, are you, Willard? Who? A hole's just appeared in the top of it. Is that the entrance hatch? It is now. <laughs> Boys and the band and the audience, Daphne are going to Atlantis! Now pile in, everyone. Mm, there's no space left for Clarence, the clarinetist. <laughs> Nonsense, this torpedo chute's empty. Squeeze on in, Clarence. I'll just close up the jagged hole we came in through. Looks like we're ready to go, Willard. Excellent. Now, is this the dive or the launch torpedo button? Only one way to find out. Clarence! Oh, well. <laughs> It was the only way to find out, like I said. It says launch torpedo on the button. Oh, and so I can read, suddenly. <laughs> Here's the dive button, and away we go! Wow, it's like a whole new world under the sea. All these funny plants and colorful fish. It's like a cartoon down here. Oh my God, look over there. That friendly red crab is singing a song. Close to the bone, close to the bone. Oh, this impression of a Jamaican is close to the bone. Mm. <laughs> look at all this water, stretching away in every direction for miles and miles. Really makes you think, doesn't it? I know what it makes me think. Wang needs a wee. <laughs> at least. Time to turn this U-boat into a poo boat. See y'all in a bit. Jason. Yes, George? I'm, um, I'm a bit worried about taking Phil to Atlantis. What? Why? Well, you know, introducing him to a whole new race. I was just thinking he might get a little bit uh, testy. What with his, um, with his views. What are you on a views? What do you mean? What are you talking about? You, you're, you're Jamaican. Surely you said something to you before in the... Just no, never. Your... Oh, okay. Well, um, he's just a bit of a bit of a generaliser, is Phil. Just a generaliser Gen a little about bit. What? I mean, you know, I'm not saying he's a bigot as such. Phil. <laughs> some of, yeah, I'm not saying Chinese he's a bigot. Phil. Yeah, I'm saying he's not necessarily a bigot, but some of the stuff he says. <laughs> oh, just, uh, mind out next. Coming back. Hey, Phil. Good Lou. Black people. <laughs> you lot are all the same, aren't you? Kind, friendly, generous to a fault. <laughs> Pleasure working with you, Jason. Oh, thanks, Phil. Gay people. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but it's just not natural, okay? How does one minority group have all that talent? <laughs> I don't know how they do it. Somehow finding time to fight for their rights and dominate the arts? Hats off to them. <laughs> Transgender people, though, yuck. The way they're treated, disgusting. <laughs> Although I don't think they should be tolerated in public restrooms. They should be welcomed. <laughs> Gender is a construct, and any truly progressive society has to recognize that. The Japanese should all be killed. So we're there yet. <laughs> there is still some way to go, Phil. 
How about a story? I fitted the submarine with a library, or to use its nautical name, a shelf with one book on it. <laughs> now, which book did I put there? Ah, yes. A timeless children's classic. Once upon a time. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Feel coming. Uh, coming down from the big house. Shut your mouth, boy. Here it comes. Come on, move out of the way. What's the matter with you two? Never seen a man running all fours before? <laughs> you do it every day, mister. You're damn right I do. Until I can find a horse that can keep up with me, I'm gonna keep on doing it. <laughs> now, scram. Yes, sir. Hot day. Sure is, Mr. William. That's Mr. Wonka to you, Wumpa Lumpa. <laughs> you and I are little orange friends. Yes, sir. You the one they call Gummy? That's right, sir. Short for Gummy Bear. I know what it's short for. I know what it's short for. <laughs> now, folks in the tavern said they've been seeing lumpers in the town, standing on each other's shoulders, wearing long coats. <laughs> Seems to me the only way that'd be possible is if somebody on the inside was breaking the moat. The ingratitude of you worthless lumpers. I'll give you food, I'll give you shelter, I'll let you sing your weird songs every time I put a kid in a blender. <laughs> Oh, I know it's you breaking the moot, gummy bear. It ain't. Ah, hold your tongues, hold your tongue, mind your tongue, you satsuma scum. <laughs> lumper, lumper. Doopity doo. <laughs> oh, I got a perfect puzzle for you. You wanna die slow or you wanna die quick? Do oh, I'm a bad egg, lumper. I'm the worst kind of egg there is. I'm a chocolate egg. Except <laughs> there ain't no prize inside of me. <laughs> Just hate. <laughs> And type 2 diabetes. <laughs> now, time for a dip in the chocolate river. <laughs> ah! Not today, Mr. W. <laughs> you shot me, you tangerine devil. Now's the time, Oompa Loompas. Now's the time. Take it to the first furnace. Get your bit, get your sticky little paws off me. I'm William Ezekiel Walker, goddammit. I'll have you all caramelized, you hear me? Get your, I'm William Ezekiel Walker. The end. Well, I guess it's true what they say. Roald Dahl is a lot darker than you realize when you return. <laughs> if you ask me, slavery should return. To the pit of hell from whence it came! <laughs> An unconscionable practice. Ugh! How long is this journey gonna take? Eyes on the prize, lads. We can't be far off now. And once we get our hands on that precious metal, we'll be richer than a thick, buttery risotto. Full of coins. <laughs> Whoa, look. Look, ahead of us. What's that huge glowing dome? That, boys, is the Dome of Atlantis! Oh, yes. Plato writes about that dome. It's an incredible piece of Atlantean technology. Once within it, even land dwellers like us are imbued with the ability to breathe in water. Well then, let's not dally-pally. Put this puppy into hyperdrive. Yes, sir. Whoa! We're in. We're through the dome. Behold, boys, and band, and audience, the lost city of Atlantis. Wow! Look at this place. A living, breathing city submerged under miles of seawater. Like Venice, if it committed. <laughs> it's even more amazing than in my books. To see it all right in front of me. The streets, the palaces, the houses, the giant ravenous octopus hurtling towards our submarine. The what? <laughs> ah! 
Octopus! Oh, strap on a hat. It's all without that hole in the top of the sub. Oh, oh, it's got its mouth all over it. It's going to suck us all out. It looks pretty hungry, and I don't fancy our chances against all them Octo teeth. Don't worry, boys. I'll drive him away. Let me just lather myself in this Marmite. There's a 50% chance he'll hate it and will swim away in disgust. Oh, no, <laughs> he loves it! <laughs> Willard! Oh, no! Willard's turned into an absolute octo snack. Poor Willard. <laughs> Poor Willard? Poor us, literally. He's the only one who can lead us to that precious oricalcum. Come on, let's land this thing and ask the locals for help. I've got the controls. Hold on, everyone. Oh, where are you going to land? I'm aiming for the middle of that town square. Those fish people down there seem pretty friendly. Look, they're waving at us with flaming torches and pitchforks. No doubt to light the way for us and then comb our hair. Coming, mob. Ooh. Come on, everyone. Let's meet our welcoming party. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for the lovely greeting. You brought back calamari, the scourge of these seas. Who's Calamari? The giant octopus that attacked you. It had left us alone for decades, but the sight of your submarine drew it back. But why would our submarine attract it? That shade of yellow drives octopuses insane. We didn't mean to cause any trouble. Our friend Willard brought us here to help us find some precious metal called Oricalcum, but now he's been squidnapped. What are we going to do? Willard? As in Sir Willard White? Yeah, do you know him? Know him? Sorry, is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely do. We studied here together at the Atlantis Academy of Opera. Willard was the greatest singer our school ever had. But come, while we devise a plan to save Willard from the brutal, flesh-rending jaws of calamari. Let me show you around the town. Maybe get some lunch. Welcome to Atlantis, the jewel in Poseidon's crown. I am Merman. Now, Merman, I've been looking through some of these windows. Where do you guys get all your lovely furniture? When the Titanic sank, we helped ourselves to some loot. Those poor people. Brought down by an iceberg. Nature's dickhead. <laughs> Ooh, wood? Wood. Oh, no, Phil's being creepy. He always does this. Wood. Wood. Oh, look at that. Mm, wood. Oh, and there. Oh, definitely wood. Wood. Oh, 100% wood. 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 Stop it, Phil. He's right, though. How are there so many trees down here? All that carbon dioxide you're producing up top soaks into the sea and feeds our underwater forests. Please keep burning fossil fuel like there's no tomorrow. But what about climate change? Climate change is just a liberal conspiracy made up by Elon Musk so that he can sell more electric toothbrushes. <laughs> oh, we're here. I'm afraid I lied about lunch. <laughs> Behold, the Temple of Atalante! Atalante is high priestess and queen 
queen of all the Atlanteans, and is the sworn enemy of the ancient evil octopus, Calamare, who kidnapped our fair Willem. Behold, she approaches! Greetings, Merman! And who do you bring to the steps of my temple? Hello, madam, I'm George. I'm Jason. I'm Phil. And, and together, together we are Daphne! Ah, <laughs> your majesty. You honour us with your presence. And thanks for getting them to introduce themselves. I didn't get their names when I met them, and it became too awkward to ask. <laughs> ah, you are the land dwellers who awoke Calamare from his slumber. You three had better save Willard from that octopus. Mr. White is Atlantis' greatest export. Aside from glass, of course, we supply the world's glass. What? Isn't glass made from sand? Sand? Glass is made from sand? Listen to yourself, you sound mad! <laughs> we at Lantern's excrete glass, sort of like how clams produce pearls. We just pull out glass and then sell it to the surface for pure profit. <laughs> well, this is all very eye-opening, which is very painful because of all the salt water. <laughs> the three of you must rid us of calamari. It is here. On the steps of this temple, that you must slay him. How are we going to kill a giant octopus? We don't stand a chance. It'll rip us apart. He's got eight arms. That's eight times more than I'll have. You have two arms, George. Yes, Phil, but my other hand will have my phone in it, won't it? <laughs> no way I'm letting an underwater fight with an octodemon go on Instagram. You will not fight him with brawn, but with song. You must kill Karamari with a song, but the song must be hearty and pure. Only then will he release Willard and sleep the eternal sleep of death. I don't know if it's worth the risk. Then will we reward you with this chest of oracalcum, priceless Atlantean metal. We'll do it. <laughs> and then, can we have lunch? Why, you shall have a mighty feast. But stay away from the land food. It isn't fresh down here. I had a steak once and was blasting shards out of my ass for days. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing we need to do is lure Calamare to the temple with some bait. What kind of bait? Anything Calamare's favourite colour. Yellow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Why are you guys looking at an innocent Chinaman like me? Sorry, Phil, but you're the only bloke I know with a tattoo of a banana on his chest, a wheel of cheese on his stomach and Tweety Bird on his ass. Take one for the team, Phil. We have to win that precious metal. I mean, we have to save Willard. Now strip! <sighs> Fine, but I hope we get complaints for this. George, look, it's free willy. <laughs> Why, I oughta... Come now, Phil. Be fair. That was very funny. <laughs> okay, get in position. Star pose, please. Whoa-oh. Wangs, wangs, dangling. Silence! I must now recite the ancient incantation to summon Calamari. Alatu kerpo alegria macarena. Ketu kerpo es pardale alegria cosa buena. Dale tu a kerpo alegria macarena. his challenge. Now sing! Sing him into oblivion! Come on, boys. Let's show him what we've got. June is busting out all over, all over the meadow and the hill. 
and they hopping and they hopping and they hopping up the cheese. All the little wheels that went inside of me. God, I forgot the lyrics. Isn't impressed. Oh, leave it to me. When the moon hits your eye like a big piece of pie, it's calamari. Boys, you're going to have to do much better than that. Oh, so this sea monster wants a sea shanty, does it? Come on then, boys, let's give it one. Oh, the year was 1778. Oh, I wish I was in Sherbrooke now. But a letter of mark came from the king to the scummiest vessel I've ever seen. God damn them all. I was told we'd cruise the seas for American gold. We'd fire no guns, shed no tears. Now I'm a broken man on a Halifax pier, the last of Barrett's privateers. Oh, well, Sid Barrett cried the town. Oh, I wish I was in Sherbrooke now. For 20 brave men, all fishermen who would make for him the antelope's crew. God damn them all. I was told we'd cruise the seas for American gold. We'd fire no guns. Get no tears, though I'm a broken man on a Halifax pier, the last of Paris privateers. Well, the antelope shook and pitched on her side. Oh, I wish I was in Sherbrooke now. Barrett was smashed like a ball of it. And the main trunk started up both my legs. God damn them all. I was told we'd cruise the seas for American gold. We'd fire no guns. Get no tears. Now I'm a broken man on a Halifax Pier, the last of Barrett's privateers. You did it, boy! Is there anything a sea shanty can't fix? Rising inequality? You can't let me enjoy anything, can you? <laughs> Good riddance, Calamari. He died as he lived. A giant octopus. Well done. <laughs> Thank you, boys, for killing that wriggly devil. The people of Atlantis are forever in your debt. Please, accept these three necklaces. Oh, wow. Superb. Nice. Made from pure royal glass. Ew. <laughs> but wait, where's Willard? <laughs> Ew, something just fell out of calamari. Oh, goodness me, it was fishy in there. <laughs> Willard! Hello, boy. Willard, old boy. Merman, so good to see you again after all these years. It's really been too long. How's the old voice holding up? Very well, thank you. How about yours? Yep, fine, thanks. <laughs> Congratulations, Daphne. You did it. You defeated Calamari and rescued me. Now behold your reward. Ori Calco, the precious metal of Atlantis. It is in this chest that can only be unlocked with one of Calamari's tentacles. Giz it here. There, it's unlocked. You ready, boys? This metal is about to make us rich and solve all our troubles. Open it, open it. Here we go. Daphne's about to hit the jackpot. It's... it's empty. There's just a note in it. What? What's it say? Dear Daphne, well done on defeating Calamare. In doing so, you came together 
and showed the metal, spelt with two T's, <laughs> that will lead you to great success. This metal, again, spelt with two T's, <laughs> is now in you. It is yours as promised. Boomingly yours, Sir Willard Wentworth White, <laughs> OMCBE. <laughs> Get it, boys. Metal with two T's? That's what I was talking about this whole time. I can't believe you tricked us. Oh, I didn't trick you, Jason. We did. Isn't that right, Calamari? <laughs> Calamari? He's alive. Of course he is. What kind of creature would die from getting sung at? <laughs> Preposterous. How did we do, Willard? Oh, Your Majesty, you and the other Atlanteans played your parts beautifully. The flaming torches were particularly inspired. They were hard to light down here. <laughs> Glad you liked them, Willard. Hey, that's nothing. I told them we poo glass. <laughs> oh, girl, you always been crazy. <laughs> Come on, then, Daphne boys. Let's head back to the sub. I think we've seen enough here. Goodbye, Atlanteans. Bye, Bye Willard! Ah, good to be back safe and dry in this leaking death trap. I can't believe this, Willard. You made it all up. The demon octopus, the precious metal. It was all a wild goose chase. I freed my willy for nothing. <laughs> Not nothing, boys. You learned an important lesson about teamwork and compassion, which is more valuable than any material treasure. And the looks on your faces when you open that empty chest, priceless. <laughs> hey, uh, guys, do you remember we were having some problems earlier with the torpedo chute? Do you reckon Willard should go in and have a look? Yeah, from the inside. Go on, Willard, have a look. In you go. Everything looks okay to me in here. <laughs> and here, you can have these worthless glass necklaces. These aren't worthless. Here's the launch button. Would either of you like to do the honor? Let's all three of us do it, together. Yeah! Daphne! Five. These necklaces are made of diamonds. Four. What? Royal glass is what Atlanteans call diamonds. Three. You're joking. They're worth millions. Two. Oh, my Lord, get him out of the torpedo chute. Get him out. I can't. It's locked. One. Hey, boys, at least you got your metal. <laughs> Willard! Diamonds! Torpedo launched. Wait, why didn't the computer count down when we torpedoed Clarence the clarinetist? And why did it give us so much time to talk between numbers? I don't know. Maybe I caught a virus and got a little seasick. <laughs> oh, oh, computer! computer. <laughs> 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 Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. We've been Daphne. Good night! Daphne yeah. Sounds Expensive was written by and starred Jason Forbes, George Fouracres and Phil Wang with Celeste Dring, Will Seward, and me, Sir Willard White. The composer was Pippa Cleary. The producer was Matt Strong. It was a BBC Studios production. Mm -hmm.